Uh, hey. Hey. It's easy pills to swallow. Lexi and Peyton here. Hey, everyone. Did you know? Did you know? We have a pharmacy fun fact every week. Did you know that the first drug reference in England was actually published in 1618? The book called Pharmacopoeia Iodinesis was backed by Kim, King James I and allowed the Royal College of Physicians to create a master list of all known medications, their indications for use, and their effects. And wow. now, because of that book, we have to do DI, drug information lessons, every week in pharmacy so thanks school. Thanks a lot, King James I. I can't believe he was advocating for the progression of knowledge. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't mind the DI. And LexiComp is, I love LexiComp. I mean, it's it's in your name. <laughs> I know, exactly. So that it just makes it that much better. Although I did get really confused in school when professors would just be like, oh, well, Lexi said this or just look like, just ask Lexi or uh, and I'm yeah, like, she's so to, smart. We need to clarify because I surely do not know the answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, whenever I use LexiComp in school, I get a little piece of Lexi whenever I go and look up something in drug information. So that's just fun. It's a little reminder that Lexi exists and that she's out there somewhere. <laughs> changing the world. Lexi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I officially bought a car. I am a new car owner. Yes. yes. So I have a 2019 Buick Envision and it's part of my graduation gift a little bit early so I can use it to drive across the country next week. And so very exciting. That's been so fun to drive around and figure out and I have everything moved over. So exciting. Otherwise, things have been good. I've been getting all my doctor's appointments in. I got my dentist appointment. I got my first pap smear, pap smear done. That was very exciting. I got TB blood tests drawn. So I've been doing all the doctor's appointments. We mm. bagged over 100 bags of corn today with the fam because we freeze it for the entire year so that we have it for the entire year. So that was something. But I've been good. Very good. Just I'm excited to go to Arizona, but I enjoy being home. How are you, Peyton? I'm great. Alaska's great. No updates there. I love it. I love it up here. I got to go take Daly the dog out. Daly's barking at me. So I'm going to go down there soon. I oh. love Daly. Remember when Daly walked up on camera? Yes. Oh, I love Daly. Daly every day gets a little more friendly with me oh, because good. he has anxiety. And she still you does. Know, but she's learning to cope with it. Yeah. We, we've good. all been there daily. Therapy Seriously. is an option. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to keep my my update short because we have a very special guest on tonight and or today, whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> potentially this morning. Our guest is not a Drake student. Of course, Alex last week was also not a Drake student, but this student is a pharmacy student, but they actually go to school at Michigan. And I want to keep in as much as we can with our conversation about, with Mary because Mary is amazing, an amazing student, an amazing person. And I love her perspective that she shared with us. She reminds me of Dr. Castle. At yes, I can see it. I can um, see it. And I can see her. She wants to go in academia. That's a spoiler. But I can see her being just like Dr. Castle in the future. For our Drake students, they'll know what that means. Yeah. It's just a wonderful thing. She's such she's such a cool person. So yeah, I had so much ado, fun with this see. one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, hey. 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 <laughs> Mary got it. It's, it's easy, easy to, to swallow. swallow. Today is a special episode. For the previous, with, with the exception of the previous episode, which featured my brother, we have only ever featured 
Drake students on this podcast. But today we have a guest that I feel most of our listeners will have never heard from before. Today we are featuring Mary, who is currently on rotation with me in Alaska um, at Providence. Mary, would you mind introducing yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Mary Westover. I am a P4 student at the University of Michigan. Um, My hometown is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's on the west side of the state. Um, Ann Arbor is where the University of Michigan is. And it's about a two hour drive from in between. So not too far from uh, my hometown. And as Peyton just said, I'm on rotation here in Alaska with him. It's super awesome. Uh, But previously, before this rotation, I was um, on community at a local grocery store, Meijer. It's a Midwest grocery store, some of you may know, um, which was super awesome. I found out that Meijer pharmacies have way more help than I was expecting compared to some other chain pharmacies. So I had a really good experience there. And a fun fact, uh, I thought long and hard about this, and I really could only, I, I, I have two that I have to share. Um, my first one is I just ran my first marathon in June. It was super awesome, and I am really proud of myself, and I will probably do another one. And my other one is that I have a pet bunny, and his name is Bruce. <laughs> That's, wait, so Bruce. That's so cute. It's so cute. Also, wait, He's, you're planning on running a half marathon in like a week. I am. Yeah. Um, Alaska has been good to the running game. Um, there's so many nice trails around where we live, where Airbnb is, and I've been able to run a lot. And I just figured that in 10 years, I would love to be able to say, oh, yeah, like while I was also doing a pharmacy rotation and we did so much hiking. Yeah, I also fit in a half marathon just because. So casually, casually yeah. runs a half marathon. <laughs> it's fine wow. it's so <laughs> it's so cool and i'm excited because i think we're going out to brunch afterwards the rotation yes. students are up here oh and that'll yeah. be so much fun mm-hmm. i can't wait so what okay, is technically so... what's technically your rotation up there because i know peyton's infectious diseases what are you categorized under yeah so from michigan this is categorized as our inpatient and we can complete two of them so inpatient a and inpatient b this is considered inpatient A, uh, internal medicine. Okay. Um, technically, the service that I'm on is a family medicine service. So we see a wide range of patients and it's been really cool. I really like that we can see this like wide range of patients. We have patients that are 18 up to 84 or whatever. So that's cool. Yeah, I think it's most similar to Drake's acute care. Um, and in in style that's at least that's what it seems like it is so that is a little bit about mary now i think the first thing i kind of wanted to talk about because like i said before all of our previous uh, guests with the exception of my twin uh went to drake and all of them were pharmacy students once again except for my twin now mary is a student at university of michigan which is a much bigger school than than drake is and so i feel there's there's a lot of differences between our schools and our programs and so i think it'd be really cool to highlight kind of the differences between a, a larger state school versus a smaller private school um, just to help especially people who are interested in going into pharmacy school learning about the differences between these schools and seeing if one would be a better fit for them so mary mm-hmm. first for you um where did you actually complete your undergrad i forgot 
Yeah. So I went to a small school in Indiana, you know, Indiana University Kokomo. So it was a satellite school of IU, um, but in the town of Kokomo. And I went there to play volleyball for four years. Um, I knew that I wanted to play volleyball in undergrad and they were really cheap. So it was a great fit. Um, and it's funny when I first went in there for my like academic counselor meeting, I was like, yeah, I really want to go to pharmacy school. And they were like, oh, perfect. Well, here, here's the prerequisites for Purdue. And like, you'll need to, you'll need to complete this, that, and the other thing for Purdue, for Purdue, for Purdue. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm not going to Purdue. I'm going to go to University of Michigan. And they were like, oh, why would you want to go there? And I was like, why would I want to go to Purdue over Michigan? <laughs> um, so that was really funny. But yeah, so I went to a small school in Indiana. <laughs> but you okay, always cool. knew you wanted to do pharmacy from the start? Yes. Yeah, I knew I found out that I wanted to do pharmacy my junior year of high school. I was in AP Chem with my friends and we were all like sitting around. Oh, what do we want to do? What do we want to be when we grow up? And I was like, I think I want to be like a chemistry or a math teacher. And then this girl was like, I think I want to be like a pharmacist. And I was like, what's a pharmacist? I don't even know what that means. And then this girl, her mom, this girl, my volleyball team, her mom was at pharmacy or she went to pharmacy school at Michigan and we had a tournament that weekend. So I spent the entire weekend talking to this mom in between all of our volleyball games. And I like just needed to get more information and just like kind of was trying to find anything that I could about pharmacy. And then I job shadowed at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital in Grand Rapids, which is like the main children's hospital in Grand Rapids. And I, wa- I remember like walking into the pharmacy, which was funny because it was in the basement as pharmacies are. And I walked in and I was like, jaw dropped. I want to do this for the rest of my life. I think I was in the pharmacy for like 10 minutes and I was like, yep, this is it. Anything like this sounds good. Um, so after that, I was like, okay, what do I need to do to get where I need to be? Oh my gosh. I love that actually. That's mm-hmm. also like, I was... <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, I was also in AP Chem my junior year. And that's when I first thought about pharmacy as like a career option. So I was like, I, I love this. Mm-hmm. I love chemistry. And I also ended up liking biology too. And then I was just looking at like careers and I saw pharmacy and I was like, that's interesting. I <laughs> I didn't really know yeah. what it entailed. I was just like, that sounds like a cool thing to do. And as I researched it more, as I shadowed throughout my pre-farm years at Drake, I was like, okay, this is where I want to be. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that, I think that's super cool. Now, so you 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 did your undergrad obviously for volleyball, and then mm-hmm. you said you chose Michigan. Why'd you choose uh, Michigan for pharmacy school in particular? Well, if you look back at the baby books, um, I have been in Michigan gear since I was born. So, like, definitely was part of the reason. I I I would have like tried to go to Michigan undergrad, but it's very hard to get in, um, like out of high school. So, and I like wanted to play volleyball. So I was like, okay, like we'll just try to go there for pharmacy school. And I knew I wanted to go there because it's, um, like the best in-state Michigan school. And it is like, obviously in-state tuition would have been nice. And then it's the number two pharmacy school in the country. So, that was, wait, maybe number, wait, maybe number three, maybe number three, number three. And I should okay, probably still. myself. 
yeah number three pharmacy school in the country so I was like uh yeah I definitely want to be a part of the Michigan difference and then like then I really started to do more research into the school found out that there it's a small class size uh most of our classes are 80 or less students, which is nice. I really appreciated having small class sizes in my undergrad. My undergrad had like 30 students per class, if that. So it was nice. I wanted that as well. Um, big, I, I also like just have always been a Michigan fan. So it was like being able to go to Michigan was like a dream come true. I remember when I got my acceptance email, oh, the tears were just coming down. And um, like I applied early decision to Michigan. So I only applied to one pharmacy school. And so when I got in, I was like, so, so happy. And we like had like a big party, like at practice the next day, all the girls wore blue and yellow shirts um, for me, which was super nice because um, they like they knew from when I was a freshman and undergrad like that was my dream to go to Michigan so it was really awesome like that they all supported me but just I, I've heard so many great things about Michigan's pharmacy school and um, talking to other alumni I just kind of knew that it was the place I wanted to be at that's awesome I don't know if you know though that Drake is sometimes considered the Harvard of the Midwest so. oh. <laughs> That's for some reason people say that by people. I mean, people at Drake. <laughs> I don't know if it's a I, joke or not. <laughs> I have heard of Drake. So like when you guys said Drake pharmacy, I was like, oh, okay. Like I know Drake pharmacy. I've, I've heard of, there's actually a handful of pharmacists at Michigan medicine or hospital that are from Drake. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Our pharmacy program is I think pretty well known. I think we're in the top 50 mm-hmm. programs in the country. So I forgot the exact number for us. So like we're we're still up there for for a little a little school in the middle of Iowa. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Um. So anyway, so amazing that you got into Michigan. Um. Especially I I I was actually looking up the stats. So I was like, how? Like, what's the ranking? I was curious. It was like a week ago. And yeah, Michigan is like third in the country, mm-hmm. which is actually insane. And so yep. obviously you've you've now gone through. The majority of that program right now you're kind of actually in the part of the program where the school kind of steps back a little bit you obviously have some rotations to complete within that health system but mm-hmm. overall you're done with your didactic learning and so in in reflecting on that what about your your school and and the pharmacy program in particular did you appreciate the most yeah i would say that that has changed so much throughout my years at michigan i felt like so interesting my p1 year was during covid so it was 2020 and we were entirely remote um they gave us an option to um do some hybrid you could you could like say you wanted to do it entirely remote hybrid but the hybrid was like 90% remote and then the 10% like you came in to do a medchem lab once a week for once like one semester or you could be entirely remote and we had a handful of students actually complete their p1 year like in south korea or like out of the country which was kind of crazy um so my p1 year being entirely remote something that i appreciated about the school was that i felt like they did their best to try to make us connected to the school and i mean I don't know if it was just because I was like so in love with Michigan and Ann Arbor that no matter what they did, I was going to be connected to like feel connected to them. But I did. 
I felt really supported by our professors P1 year. Um, I mean, they did the best they could with us being on Zoom. And I, I felt like I still got to know my professors, even though I was not in the classroom and we were strictly on Zoom. So I really appreciated that P1 year. And then P2 year, we were kind of going into this like a new phase of, oh my gosh, we're back in classes, but everyone's wearing masks and just like, gosh, it was like such a weird time to be alive as you guys know, but um, it was really a, a good transition. I felt so happy to be back in the classroom and like everything started to pick up P2 year. Um, and everyone says that P2 year at Michigan is like the hardest because just everything picks up your med chem uh, courses are much harder. Your therapeutics really picks up and you still have um, farm size. So those are like our, our big three and every you have those and they just pick up. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could ever do this online. All of these classes, P2 year online, that would be horrific. So I just remember being so thankful that we were back in, in person and um, like, I just really appreciated that. And then P3 year, and well, P2 and P3 year. Well, P3 year, we they took down the mask restrictions. So that was like so funny because, you know, you go from being like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know like that's what your face looked like. And when we when we first came back P2 year, it was like, oh my God, like I didn't know you were so tall. I didn't know you were so short. And like just the things that came out of the pandemic and being remote were just so weird. <laughs> just so, so weird. Um, but something that I really appreciate from Michigan is I feel like they do a good job of trying to listen to the needs of our students. They, um, we have class representatives, so we have class meetings a couple times a year. And I mean, they try to listen to us as best they can. I feel like they hear our voices, but of course there's things that like, they just can't, they just can't fix which is frustrating for students. And then other students, you know, get grumpy, like, oh, they're not listening to us. It's like, well, you're having a, a not a reasonable request. Like they, they just can't fix that. You're just complaining. You're not giving them constructive feedback. But I feel like when we do give them constructive feedback, it's heard and it's implemented. And we have, one of my favorite things is, is when a professor does make a big change based off of previous feedback at the beginning of the semester, they will flat out say, Hey, we made this change based off of the last class's feedback. So if you don't like it, talk to the class before you, but I, I like when they say that, cause then you like, know that they truly care and they are trying to improve the courses. I also have really appreciated that um, the small class sizes, I feel like my professors know me granted I make sure they know me and you could definitely be in the class of 80 and them not know you at all if that's what floats your boat. But if you want the professor to know you, know you on a personal level, know you on a professional level, know you in the classroom and outside the classroom, it's totally possible, uh, which I really appreciate. Like professors are people outside of the classroom. So I don't see why like we can't be like, like friends outside of the classroom and just building that relationship, I think helps, um, helps the learning environment overall. And then finally, as a P4, I'm learning to realize that I have really appreciated this. It, in hindsight, it seemed like a really rigorous and demanding course load, 
but now that I'm on rotation and I'm actually getting to apply all these things that I've shoved in my brain over the past three years, it's nice to be like, oh, I do remember talking about that. I don't remember everything, every little detail that we talked about, but I remember 80% enough to get through the conversation and answer my preceptor's questions. So I really appreciated that. I remember being like, oh my God, there's no way I'm ever going to use all this knowledge. And turns out I am. So I've really appreciated that. In the, in the time that in like, in the time that we've gotten to know each other since getting up here, which has been three and a half weeks, mm-hmm. which isn't that much time. Um, I've learned that like Michigan as a school, as a school is like, as a whole school is so much bigger than Drake. I knew that already, but like it, it truly is. But your pharmacy program is roughly the same size as mm-hmm. our Drake pharmacy program. I'm assuming you guys are also experiencing some of the problems with d- decreased enrollment. <laughs> I don't know, because as, as a larger yep. state school, it's probably not as bad as, as some of the private schools, but mm-hmm. you know, there's like decreased enrollments. So like our class sizes have gotten smaller since they were pre-pandemic, but overall, like we're actually pretty similar in size. Now, as also as I've gotten to know you, I've, we figured out that there's actually a lot of differences <laughs> between the programs, just in like the little bit uh, of technicalities. Um, firstly, I just want to ask you, I, I feel like you've told me this a couple of times, but I keep forgetting. Do you take like therapeutics, like P1 through P3 year, or do you like, how does that work for you? Do you take yeah. it every semester? So the therapeutics, they call it the therapeutics course sequence, and then like the MedChem course sequence and our PharmSci course sequence. So therapeutics start in p1 winter semester and it starts off as self-care so all of our otc type things and they start with that and then you'll have therapeutics different different topics every semester until uh like every semester and they just keep getting more complicated (laughs) okay because that's at, at drake we we're a little bit different where we we start doing like pharmacology stuff spring p1 year we don't start doing therapeutics until spring P2 year. Mm-hmm. We actually do self-care oh. and therapeutics. We start spring P2 year. At Drake, historically, P2 spring is by far the hardest semester academically mm-hmm. for students. It it really ramps up there. We start doing like our, our IRATs and our GRATs together, um, like actually doing a lot more team-based learning uh, mm-hmm. starting that semester. So it's, it's a huge shift in how we're learning. And so we don't, we we do like the pharmacology stuff early and then we circle back on it later on so like um we learn the pharmacology of antibiotics spring p1 year and then we learn the therapeutics behind them spring p3 year and so we get like this huge break <laughs> between some topics before they're like reintroduced to us later and yeah. i did a part of me like that because we got all of our therapeutics like relatively late in our course work so as i as i've come into rotations i feel like i've actually i haven't lost as much as i More thought fresh. i would have like knowledge wise. Yeah. A lot of stuff, especially luckily for me being an ID right now, antibiotics is super fresh in my mind. And so like when <laughs> I got in, I was like, okay, I remember some of this stuff. Like I'll, I'll be fine. You got um, my pneumonia flow chart. I did get your pneumonia flow chart. Very helpful for understanding comorbidities and how we um, treat people who are severe outpatient. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's true. But there's, there's like little differences in coursework there. Also, you mentioned to me this on a ride back from a, a trip that we took. Um, out to Denali, but your IPPEs are all throughout semesters only, no summer IPPEs. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yes. So that is something else I have appreciated for Michigan. And it's, it is, I think there's like pros and cons to when you do your IPPEs. And so Michigan does, you start doing IPPEs P2 year and it's 
community and direct no community and and care community eight hours once a week for the whole semester am care four hours four times so four hours for four weeks which is like nothing seems like nothing yeah um and they're yes so so they're during the school year and we only have classes on once you get p1 year you have classes every day both semesters and then p2 year you'll go to monday wednesday and friday and then that means that everybody has tuesdays and thursdays off but they split the class and half of the students will have your ippy on um tuesday and the other half will have their ippy on thursday so you will have a day off during the week, which most students will either try to study or try to work their job uh, during that other day. Um, there's also electives that you can take that are also on like the Tuesdays and Thursdays. So there's like some moving around you have to do if you like really want to take an elective. Yeah, that's I know. Weird. That's so cool. At least for mm -hmm. Drake, though. I, as much as I didn't really like having my summers taken up by IPPEs, when they were during the semester, see, we had classes most days except for P3 year. And so it just got to be a lot when they were in the in the semester because like you would go to class and then you'd have to go like we started right away p1 year fall semester and it was like i had to go to walgreens four hours every friday after we had already done all of our friday morning classes and i was like this mm -hmm. just kind of sucks yeah that was a yeah. brutal assignment right there <laughs> yeah it's definitely exhausting and makes for a really long week but i have to say i feel like i appreciate it so much because once finals were done in the spring you didn't have to pay attention. You didn't have to do any pharmacy until the end of August, Yeah, that's which nice. was super nice and allowed everybody to go home if they wanted to work 40 hours if they wanted to just allows you time to have an actual summer and a, in a big, big break, which is I in, like I said, it's a lot during the school year, but it does force you to time manage, which is obviously very important. And I love summer, so I needed the I needed a break. <laughs> yeah, I will say though, having our ippies in the summer, I did get to live with Peyton's mom and dad for two weeks, and that was like <laughs> a highlight of the summer. His mom had plans for me every single night. Like we did bingo, and we did trivia, <laughs> and we go out for boat rides, and we did puzzles together. We watched all of season two of Bridgerton. It was like the highlight of my. <laughs> that is so no, that's fun. <laughs> shout out to also, Carrie Brown. So Lexi has lived in my house I feel like multiple times at least she's lived in where I have lived multiple times like you've lived in my my um, my apartment <laughs> during like J term yep. yep and and every time you've lived where I live I'm not there and so like you've we've like you've you've gotten to see my parents live with my parents when I'm not there and it's just it feels so weird that we haven't overlapped at any point um and also just like all three of our moms Mary from what I heard of your mom on the phone that one time they're the yeah. same person <laughs> I love my mom. It's, she's it's so awesome. Same. It's the same vibe. It's just. <laughs> she's yeah. actually, she's knitting Ballard a washcloth right now of Alaska. <laughs> That's so nice. It's in I the mail. <laughs> she's oh so my gosh. funny. But no, Peyton, Wait, your you mom know... just texted me back that she would love some sweet corn. So I'll probably drop some off to her. And okay, good. Through. Can you, can you, can you follow up text her and say that she can't eat all the sweet corn before I get back home? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. I'm sure she'll save some for me, but just in case, just as like a, a, a protective measure, I'd love some sweet corn when I get back. If there's one thing I miss, it's sweet corn. I miss a lot of things about the Midwest when I'm up here, but that is one of them. 
also oh wait there's one more oh yeah i was gonna say i did like like the summer between p2 and p3 year when when i had all three of my ippes over the summer so i did like community hospital and um ipe which is the interprofessional education yep. one, which is basically just am care that that was a lot but then getting getting to p3 fall and not having class on fridays that was that was so nice like mm-hmm. i i mean i would go i would go to work um obviously on the, on those days because i had like the time off but like getting just a day off oh my gosh that was that was so nice mm-hmm. that was amazing p3 fall in general is a really it's probably our lightest semester <laughs> class wise it's such oh, yeah. a jump from p3 p2 spring being just so rigorous chaos <laughs> P3 fall being like the easiest semester in comparison. Maybe it wasn't actually that easy, but in comparison to what came before it, it was just such like a relief to just be done with stuff. And so anyway, I think I think that's a super interesting difference between the programs. And then and you guys have J term too. We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have J term. So Lexi and I actually did the I mentioned to you, we both did the sailing trip together in the Bahamas um, for three weeks. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. The Liberty Clipper does excursions in the Bahamas and in Boston. In Boston, they're there in the summer, and then the Bahamas are there in the winter. So if you ever go, look up the Liberty Clipper. You can just it's do like so sailing fun. with them. But you don't yeah. have to control the sailboat if you're a normal tourist. It's only the Drake students who like actually sail. Just the Drake students. The boat. <laughs> unless you unless you want to do it, uh, they'll let you like help out. But <laughs> it's it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's a weird difference between our programs. And then there's also one thing that I found really interesting that you mentioned that we do not do at drake which is like your research project over like over rotations like what is that yes so this research project is something that michigan at the college of pharmacy i swear they hold near and dear to their hearts um so we call it the pdi farm d investigations and every D student has to complete this project and you start it the fall of your P2 year and it starts off as just like all the P's, all the P2 students meet with the faculty members. I call it like speed dating these faculty members, at least when I did it, we were on Zoom and you like popped into Zoom rooms, talked to the faculty members about what type of research they complete, what they expect from their PDI students. And really like if you would just be a good match, if you wanted to work with this faculty member for your uh, PDI. So you like do the speed dating and then you meet with like, you kind of get like your short list and whatnot. And then you meet with the professor and you talk about project ideas and then you decide like, okay, yeah, I do want to work with this, this professor on this, this topic and then you complete like a whole research project and they are such there's such a wide range of things that you can do with this so for example I when I heard research project my p2 year I didn't like to me my p2 year a research project meant being in the lab and pipetting and I was like whoa there's absolutely no way I can do that that is not what I want to do so I was like okay well I will I'll try to do it with like one of my faculty members that is like doing something academic based that because I am also interested in academia after I graduate so I'm like okay I'll try to do something academia wise so I'm doing my project with Dr. Mustafa Bella and he is our medicinal chemistry teacher and he's the bomb.com um he so we are doing our ours on 
transforming and integrating the uh, P1 medicinal chemistry lab. And really what we did was our hypothesis is that P2 students, when they get in, get into therapeutics and start like really diving into these patient cases, they don't really have a good grasp on what all these lab values mean, how to interpret these lab values. Because once you get into like cases, you're taking these lab values and you need to run with them. But they're like so foreign to us at that point in our uh, career. So our thought is that if we introduce those lab values and techniques sooner to the students, that they will perform better in those therapeutic classes. So we kind of transformed the lab. So I helped him rewrite some of the labs and we changed them, added some things. So we like added these students running a, a CBC and a thyroid panel, looking at blood alcohol concentration, dosing for warfarin um, and a slew of other things. Um, and so we, we implemented that change and then my, my project is survey-based. So the students all took a survey at the beginning of the course and it was like, what's a normal creatinine clearance range? What's a normal, what's a normal cholesterol range? And of course, like all these students, like they got them wrong. Cause of course they don't know what it is. So, um, we are then going to look, uh, at their, scores throughout the semester, see if they improve, if they're statistically significant, and then we'll re-administer that same pretest that they took at the beginning of their, that same pretest. We're going to administer it again, like this next coming semester. So they'll have had a washout period, kind of see what they remember. And hopefully it's reinforcing these things that they learned with our new integration, integration and adjustment. So but there's a wide range of things. So like mine's very survey based and academia based. I have friends that are doing retrospective chart reviews and it's just a really great opportunity for students to dive in and do a research project under the supervision of a faculty member, which is, I think we do this because faculty have to put out so much research. And so really they're just like helping like this is just a way for them to do their research with us. We get experience doing the research. We collect the data. We run the run the test. We run the statistical analysis. We write a manuscript. We write up a poster. We have a big poster session in February where all the, the entire College of Pharmacy comes. All the P4s present. The P2s, 3s, the 1s, 2s, and 3s will come, walk around. We'll present to them. And as a P1, like last, it was, it's really cool to see um, everyone present their posters because it's like all of this hard work that they've put in over the past two, three years. It's like finally coming to light. So I, last year, it was really cool to, to see that as a P3 because I had just like really started to work on things and I was like, okay, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Like it will all come together. Um, but it's a, just a really great opportunity for Michigan students because everyone will graduate with some type of research on their CV. So super nice in that aspect. Wow. I think that's <laughs> so cool. I think that's so cool that like everyone mm -hmm. graduates with some research experience because, you, I mean, one, that looks great on a resume to have research experience, but also just like, I don't know, you, you know, I feel like research is so intimidating to students mm -hmm. because like when you think of research yeah that's what i i think of like pipetting and like this yes. really intense clinical stuff so like 
I feel like a lot of people just don't want to delve into research because it's so Mm -hmm. intimidating uh, at baseline, but giving students this opportunity to, to Mm -hmm. conduct research throughout their, their P4 year, um, I think is, is so cool because it it shows them that ever anyone can do research, even, even as, as you're a student. Mm -hmm. I also think that we have something similar. Well, not something similar, but we have people like present um, at our, like our health professions day in February. And it's so weird to like now be P4s and to like to think back of everything looked so intimidating. And now that we're here, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we've made it. And like, we're the big P4s that everyone is like looking at. And like, we Mm -hmm. had some P2s at my last rotation and we were doing um, just like a topic discussion and they go, you guys are so smart. I was like, yeah, wow. And you're like, I mean, thank I you. But it's like, I it's don't just, feel like that. I know, but I'm like, it's just so weird to like not be those P4s and being like, wow, we actually like made it. Like we're here. Yeah. yeah I'm, oh yeah. For Mary Health Professions Day is just, it's a day that in, in every, in every February where like, it's like a huge like college announcement during the morning like awards and state of state of the college how we're doing and then Peyton the was the chair by the way which he mm-hmm. will forget to mention for two years um i organized that <laughs> um but the whole event like in the afternoon then is kind of breakout sessions usually with faculty members like on like niche topics and then there's also poster presentations from some of our students who've been doing research and so like as a first year as as a pre-farm one like going to that was so intimidating because like that was before we even had any pharmacy experience like mm-hmm. seeing these students who in my opinion had like this intense clinical knowledge that I'll never get to because that seems so far away was so was so scary and then at this point I'm like I we somehow we made it somehow we learned mm-hmm. stuff <laughs> and, yeah. now, and now we're on rotations now we're those people I just think that's I think that's super cool um, I think we're going to move on now to kind of talking about Alaska a little bit, just because why not, since we're up here. Um, mm-hmm. But I think more Michigan stuff will come up as as we go. So first of all, Alaska, it's kind of far away from both Michigan and <laughs> from Iowa. Um, yeah. Mary, why four you... time zones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you get four? Four time zones from Ann Arbor. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Ours, yeah. Are, ours is three. Ours yeah. is only three. So it's it's still, it's a crazy distance. Lexi's coming up to uh alaska in march march yep yeah in march um which you'll be with mariah and you're gonna love mariah i love mariah as a pharmacist um so but but for mary your process for rotations is a little different than Mm -hmm. drake's at drake we only have to do two rotations with drake faculty um they can be core or elective rotations and then everything else you you can complete wherever you want you have to complete at least one that is out of the des moines metro so you could complete all the ones you wanted to in Des Moines if you wanted to, with the exception of one, you'd have to get out of there. But you can basically go wherever you want, with the exception of two, at least, with a Drake faculty member. And the Metro, the out of the Metro one, Ames technically counts, and Ames is like half an hour north of us. So like you could do them all in Des Moines if you really wanted yes. to. But for us, we you can go, you could theoretically go to six different states for your six non-faculty rotations. So like Lexi was in Nashville to begin and wow. then she came up to Des Moines, but then she's going down to Arizona after her off block right now. Then you'll be, Lexi also be in Denver mm-hmm. for one of hers. And then she'll also be in Alaska for block eight. And then and Minneapolis so, where I'm living with your aunt and uncle. Yes. Minneapolis as well. <laughs> so like it, at Drake, there's, there's like very little bounds on where you go. Now at Michigan, remind me again, I think you have to do three within your health system. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, you have to do three within the Michigan Medicine Health System, and they can be um, 
And one of those three has to be our gen med rotation, which historically is like the big scary rotation. It's like the one on the, like the main hospital floors and you have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to get there to work up all the patients and it's big and scary. But the, the more I hear about it with my friends that are like currently on gen med, it, it doesn't seem as scary, definitely overwhelming and a lot of, a lot of time management, but doable. Yeah. So three at Mishmed, and then we're only allowed to do two out of area and out of area is defined as 60 miles outside of the college of pharmacy. So anywhere 60 miles outside of Ann Arbor. So I am doing two and like, it just kind of depends on people. Like some people take both of their out of areas and some people just do all of them in Ann Arbor. For example, my roommate is doing all of hers in Ann Arbor and the um, Detroit Metro. There's a lot of different rotations in the Detroit metropolitan area. So, and a lot of our students are from Detroit Metro. So they'll just live at home and complete their rotations in Detroit. Detroit's like an hour away from Ann Arbor. So two out of areas, this one, my Alaska rotation, and then my next rotation block four will be in Grand Rapids at Cancer and Hematology Centers of Western Michigan. So, and Grand Rapids is my hometown. So I'm really excited to be um, li back living with my mom and just to like be back in the hospital in Grand Rapids, like where it all started. So that's exciting. Oh, that's so cool. That's like a little full circle moment. I love yeah. that. <laughs> um, so, so you're doing, you're doing home. And then you're doing Alaska mm -hmm. right now. So mm -hmm. why did you choose to go so far away for one of your rotations? This So this Alaska rotation, it's interesting that Drake, it seems like Drake has like, they send so many students up here. Michigan sends two every year and that's it. And every year, like the students that go to come back, like come back to, from Michigan or go, go to Alaska and they come back, they just talk so highly of the hospital, so highly of Anchorage and just the overall experience. I'm a very like love hiking, love doing things outdoors, just love getting ex extra experiences. And this was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like whenever else am I going to be able to go to Alaska for five weeks and learn for five weeks? So it just one of my friends, she's actually I'm um, in Phi Delta Chi PDC, the pharmacy fraternity. We only have one pharmacy fraternity at Michigan. You guys have two, don't you? Three. Three? What's the other one? We have Kappa Psi, which is what Peyton and I are in. Um, Phi Delta Chi, or we call it Phi Dex. And then LKS, or Lambda Kappa Sigma. Sigma. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So my um, grand big went to Alaska her P4 year and I was P2 and she came back and was just raving about it. And I was like, okay, well, like I should probably go too. <laughs> and then um, it just like the opportunity presented itself. And I was like, yeah, I should probably go because that'll be awesome. And why not? Yeah, totally. It's, I mean, from what I've, I mean, we've done a couple excursions together. Um, since we've been up here, thank you for inviting me on. Those oh my gosh, I was bad at making you're plans. <laughs> you're a great travel buddy. You're a yes man. <laughs> oh no, I think it's so much fun to just like do random stuff spontaneously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like, it's been fun, and I'll talk more about my own experience later because Lexi and I do little reflections occasionally on this podcast. So I'm not gonna harp on about my experience, but like before we talk about the cool things you've gotten to do 
throughout like your weekends, especially, and even just like random hikes throughout weeks. Um, what have been your main responsibilities at Providence, which is the hospital that we're working at? Yes. So at Providence, um, my main responsibilities are to work up these patients on our family medicine service and just see if there's any pharmacy interventions or recommendations that we can make to the team. So our team is, consists of a first year medical resident, the, the intern, and then there's a senior resident who I think is a third year, if I'm correct, and then the attending, my preceptor and myself. Occasionally we have a med student. Right now we have one. Um, so it's a, a pretty small team and they're all super nice. They rotate so much. So I've, I think I've fed everybody, but um, they're all super nice and really receptive to pharmacy and pharmacy's recommendations, which is super cool. Like my preceptor and I at the beginning, he was like, so just so you know, they will probably not question any recommendations that we make. So don't be willy nilly. <laughs> and like, of course, we'll we'll talk about the recommendations and make sure that they're valid. But like they're going to they're most likely going to take anything that we we suggest, which is really cool and like really great that there's like that trust and relationship between pharmacy and the physicians on our team. So working up the patients, we have about 12 on our service um, and just seeing if there's anything that we can intervene on. And then we will do med recs for new admits to our patient or to our service. Um, we complete events throughout the day about any recommendations that we make. And then other things we do, topic discussions, journal clubs, and I have an in-service that I have to present to the medical residents and actually going to be talking about the use of uh, a procalcitonin level to guide COPD exacerbation treatments. Apparently the gold recommendation, the gold guidelines are a little fishy about it. So I get to kind of talk to them about the evidence and why or why not we should use a uh, procalcitonin level, which would be kind of cool. Thank you for doing that. Um, procalcitonin <laughs> is such an issue in ID because of community acquired <laughs> pneumonia. And it's used also in kind of like the diagnosis of that. And so sometimes mm -hmm. people come in with COPD and they'll be coughing and they'll maybe show signs of pneumonia, maybe signs of an acute exacerbation of COPD, and we can't tell. <laughs> so mm -hmm. let's put them on antibiotics. I'm like, come on. Anyway, this is a great project to, to be doing. Um, that's pretty cool, too. I, I've also mm -hmm. learned that up here in particular at Providence, providers are very receptive to pharmacy mm -hmm. feedback, at least in, in my experience, and I guess in yours, too, where it's, it's almost scary, where it's like they just flat out trust you with a lot of stuff. It's um, a good thing. It's a good yes. thing. I mean, we we just did four years of pharmacy school, and most most pharmacists have at least one, if not two years of residency. They're trained and can do these things. Yes, Preach. no, it's, it's so cool. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> um, so going going outside of the hospital, I guess, can you just like give like a couple highlights of like stuff that you've gotten to do? since you've been up here, like little weekend excursions? Uh, well, we love going to Moose Tooth for pizza. That place is the bomb. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It was. It's like the second, is it the third best pizza restaurant in the United States? 
I think so. Yeah, it's I think that's crazy. what Wikipedia said. <laughs> it was so good. It totally recommend anyone coming up here to Alaska, go to Moose Tooth. I wrote it down it's, in my notes. Good. Lexi, you... I'm going to send you that itinerary later. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. So good. And then some like other things that I've done. There's a lot of trails over by where I, um, where my Airbnb is. And I'm like, like two blocks away from the hospital, which is, has been super nice. I'm able to walk to the hospital. And so there's, um, I'm like right by the university of Anchorage, university of Alaska Anchorage. So, um, I like run around the dorm area and there's a handful of paths. There's like this big bike path that goes all the way around Anchorage. So kind of have been just like taking little segments of that. Um, there's tons of trails to hike in the state park. So we've kind of done some of those on weeknights if we feel like it. Um, but otherwise, just like chilling, working on my PDI, working on seminar, this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> no, it's so fun. I love how you can just like go outside and find a trail. Like it's not, mm -hmm. you have to like drive anywhere. You can just walk. I don't know. Have you been to like University Lake? Yeah, I think so. You see, like park. It's like I can walk there too, and there's just like a hundred dogs at any given point just walking around the trail. They're all they're unleashed. So but many dogs, they're, but they're just so well trained and friendly that like you can just walk around and say hi to a ton of dogs, and yeah. that's my favorite walk to make. Like whenever I just want to get outside for a little bit, it's it's super cool up here. I re I've really really enjoyed Alaska, especially. It's so nice that it's the summer right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just like I think that's. I think that's part of the reason why Michigan only sends students block three is because it's nice here at this time. And they're like afraid that if they send them any other time, they're just going to be miserable. But I feel like no. I wouldn't be miserable. Like no, Michigan is, gets dumped on with snow too. Granted, yeah. not like the feet that they get up here, but I think we would be okay. <laughs> yeah. And l luckily Lexi is coming up here in March, as we said before, is from Fargo. And so she understands snow and cold weather. It Nothing's worse than Fargo. It does not get as cold up here as it does in Fargo by no. far. So you'll be okay. Just don't go to Fairbanks and you'll be okay, Lexi. Nothing's worse um, than Fargo. So so one more question before we kind of move on to our last portion of the podcast. This is a quick question for you, Mary. Would you recommend that other students take the leap and travel up to Alaska for a rotation? Oh my gosh. Yes. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And just it's, a, it's really special that Michigan still offers this. And um, I feel like I am connected to the students that went uh, previously to, I think they've been offering this rotation. I'm, I'm going to guess like 10 years or so. And so when I found out, like I got the rotation, I told my, my boss and she was like, Oh, I, like I know the pharmacist in my class that, um, that graduated and she went there. So let me text her. And it's, it's just like a cute little thing that we haven't all will all will have in common. And I mean, granted, I have spent a lot of money and it's very expensive, but we'll make money. It'll all be fine. I, like This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to be in Alaska for five weeks and learn more about pharmacy. And it's been super awesome. Yeah, Wouldn't no. take it back. That is one anything. thing. It is expensive. It's very yeah. expensive. But if, expensive. if you just take out enough loans and <laughs> yeah. far enough into the future... It, yes. there's no reason to say no to it it's it's so cool as long as you can s get through the hoops of setting up your housing and figuring out how you're going to get around like yeah. it's it's worth it there's light at the end of the tunnel it's it's mm -hmm. such a cool opportunity and i can't wait for like drake sends like eight to ten people up here a year and so like it's so cool that i, I get to see some of my friends 
like go beyond after after I've done it um mm-hmm. and just get to I'm so excited to see them experience this because it's like it's beyond anything it's the best I know it's gonna be my favorite rotation I'm ever gonna have and yeah. I'm living it right now and I'm I'm like so excited that it's been so much fun and I'm so sad that it's almost done <laughs> it, it's just it's so cool um so with with Alaska kind of in the back of our minds now Mary this is actually first and foremost if I didn't explain this explain this to you before it's a, it's kind of a podcast about advice going through pharmacy school we've we've been rev- um interviewing mostly just P4s um we're going to get some other students from Drake on here at some point who are not P4s yet who are kind of still in the pharmacy program um to talk about what life is like still in didactic learning but um this kind of is a podcast for advice about the journey through pharmacy school do you have any advice to those who may just be starting their journey? Oh man, uh, it goes by so fast. Uh, I just remember when I was like a lowly P1 and like didn't have any friends. And then you just like kind of slowly start making some friends. And my like, like I said, so we were um, completely remote and I met this one girl. I, oh, I sought her out. So she was, um, she's like my best friend here now she was at my early decision interview and I um met her that like the day but or <laughs> I sought her out so we got the list of people that were going to this interview and I saw that she went to undergrad at Saginaw Valley State and I was like I only know one person that went there and so I messaged that girl and I was like hey do you know this other girl and she was like yeah let me give you her number so I I got her number and was talking and I was like, I need an ally at this interview. Like I need like just to be comfortable. Like, can we be friends? <laughs> and she was like, oh, yes, thank you. And um, like P- I wouldn't have gotten through P1 year without her. And then we lived together P2 year and wouldn't have been the pharmacy student I am today without her. So shout out Emily Barons. But yeah, I don't know. Be open. My advice would be to just like be open to any and all friendships and and your classmates. You can learn so much from your classmates. Just because someone's smarter than you or maybe not as smart as you, you can learn so much from them and you should take any learning opportunity that you can. You teaching something to someone that's not getting it is such a good learning opportunity for you and you should take it. And I think I like once I figured that out that oh like you know how you have like those stigmas of like I I shouldn't study with that person because I know that they don't get as good as grades of me like it's not good for me but no like you can learn something from them you teaching them something is really helping and stimulating your learning and once I figured that out that yeah they might not answer all my questions like right but I can still ask them questions and they can answer them right. And then I get the help that I need. And once I figured that out, I was like, okay, I like, I expanded my learning so much rather than just getting answers from professors or other people that I like quote thought were like smarter than me. So I could get better knowledge from them. No, once I figured out that I can learn from all of my peers, I felt like I, like opened up a whole new whole new doors um to just learn a lot more yeah and pharmacy school's hard pharmacy school's very hard and so at least that's what I really liked about our class at Drake is that we kind of were all in it together and Mm -hmm. so I absolutely loved that and we all could just sit in the atrium which is like our 
popular study space. And so, yeah, I just always have loved that. And I think too, like even when it's stimulating, even if you aren't thinking of the right answer, but then like you can talk about why that is or like certain things as well of like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. Maybe that could be. And then Mm -hmm. you go ask the professor or whatever. And it's like just stimulating conversation of like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. Mm -hmm. And it's all like just reinforcement too. Like the more you're talking about it, the just the more it's going to stick too. And I would say other advice too, like just dive into the group work because you are going to be in groups for the rest of your life. You need to figure out how to work in a group and be successful in a group and be able to ask for help when you need it. Ask for help, ask questions sooner than later. There is no dumb question. And if you think it's dumb to say, this might be a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And then your preceptor or your teacher is not going to say, they're going to say, yes, thank you for asking the question. And they're going to answer it. Well, that's advice that that's advice that I still need to take for myself, which is it's okay to ask for help mm-hmm. and ask questions because I mean, we're trained to be self-sufficient as pharmacists. Like obviously we work <laughs> in teams and we work to, as a group to make decisions and, and, and to, to further our care. But like, we, we also need to be slightly autonomous. And so like I, in my mind, I'm like, I can't ask questions. I need to know everything, but obviously that's not realistic. And so, especially in school, when you're still, you still have the excuse of being a student, even on rotations, like ask for help a ton of the time. Don't be worried mm-hmm. about getting in the way. It's you, you need to learn whatever helps you best become the practitioner who, you know, you can be do it, ask questions, ask for help. I love that. I love that advice. So other than advice as well, like this goes by so fast. Mary, you said it, the pharmacy school in general, rotations, everything's flying by and you don't really realize it until you're kind of in it and out of it. (laughs) And so out of all your time at Michigan, what's been your favorite memory so far? Oh man. So (laughs) I, I have, I have, I have two that I have to share. (laughs) So um, my first one is not pharmacy school related at all, but it is a Michigan memory. So I have to share it. So I wouldn't have been able to do this if I wouldn't have been at um, Michigan for pharmacy school. So my favorite me- memory was being at the Michigan Ohio State football game in 2021 when Michigan beat Ohio State in Ann Arbor. Oh, it was just so magical and it was snowing and then we stormed the field at the big house and that's going to be the best day of my life. Um, It's going to go like that game, marriage, babies, and then like pharmacy school graduation. But like, oh man, that was so awesome. But another like actual pharmacy school memory that I have and I actually wanted to share because it's something I I think it's unique to Michigan too uh we have a pharmacy day at the Capitol which is a super cool opportunity do you guys have that in Iowa we do okay good oh well that's not unique to Michigan but either way super good super great opportunity highly highly recommend any pharmacy student to see if their state offers this because it's so cool and it's so important to the profession. So pharmacy day, for those of you that don't know, pharmacy day at the Capitol, at least at Michigan, um, you kind of like work with your state organization. They put you into groups. The three pharmacy schools will send students. So Michigan, 
uh, Wayne State University and Ferris State University will send students to our capital Lansing and we'll get placed into groups based off of your voting registration address and they'll try to pair you up with your state representative and senator and like the goal is that you go to their office hopefully you have a, a good state rep and, or senator and they make time for you on their schedule. Otherwise you meet with like their staff and you talk to them about the issues that are going on within pharmacy and you can give them a pharmacy student perspective, a student that works in the community at Walgreens and CVS at Meyer in the hospital and can vouch for, Hey, this law is really bad. We need it changed and we need your help to change it. X, Y, and Z. Um, so that has been, that was something that I'm, I'm really passionate about at um, Michigan is getting involved within our state organization and just the things that we can do to help push the profession forward within our state. I loved, um, we call IPA day, leg day. I think we call leg it now. Day. Um, leg, leg day. Leg day. Like legislative. Oh, that's funny. It's like leg day now. I, I loved that day. I thought it was cool to go up to the Capitol. Also, I was... Not not to sound like we're so cool, but Iowa's Capitol building Iowa. is gorgeous. I love Iowa's Capitol building. And so just getting to go up there and be inside it, not just be inside it as a tourist, but be inside it as like not a lobbyist, but as a student who's like actively pushing information forward that that we believe in. It was just mm -hmm. it was super cool. It was such a cool opportunity. Yeah. And I worked for one of our state representatives at one of the pharmacies. And so he like got to take me out on the floor and I got to see like where they all sit and it was really oh yeah Lexi got special privileges because she knew worked one for of John representatives Forbes. who had a pharmacy that she worked for as a P1 and wow. so it's just, it's, it's just yeah. a cool that's like an Iowa thing that's so small it's so Iowa that's <laughs> so cool um yeah and and so and so one final question for Mary before we probably sign off is what future plans do you have I know you mentioned academia but what does the future look like for you after rotations well, first of all, step one, finish rotations and graduate, pass the NAPLEX. Um, and then I'm hoping to complete a PGY-1 residency. As of right now, I'm leaning towards a PGY-2 in oncology. Um, uh, my internship P2 and P3 year has been in oncology, and I've just really enjoyed that patient population and the difference that a pharmacist can make on the team. And there's always new drugs being made for on for cancer. So there's always going to be a spot for a pharmacist on the team. Um, but right now, that's the, the plan is do some residency and go from there. I'm also interested in academia. And so I'm, I'm looking for a residency that can uh, like allow me to teach at a, at a pharmacy school. So um, that's the plan right now. Oh my I gosh. like it. I love that. That's amazing. Be faculty at a at a college eventually. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I think that'd be so cool. That no, they have a actually... great gig. They have a great gig. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're busy, but I would love to teach and practice at the same time. <laughs> mm -hmm. That'd be so cool. Um. Well, thank you, Mary, so much for making it on today. Um. Especially on like such I I would I would say short notice because we have a schedule built out for the entire year <laughs> for this stuff. <laughs> So we just had a slot that was open and it was like, okay, we got some unique perspectives. So why not get them on here? So thank you so much for joining us. Lexi, any, any final words before we, before we sign off? 
Nope. Just thanks, Mary, for coming on. And it was so nice to meet you and hear your Michigan story. And <laughs> yeah, it was so nice to meet you too. And um, go blue. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We're blue too. So I'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, everyone. That's all we have for you. And we'll pharma. See you later. <laughs>